When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. I'm busy, Gibbsy. Really busy. I mean, it's outrageous. We need to get a tech in here just to calm it down. 0427154166. Now, we uh, spoke to Dave not long ago. He said it's his birthday and he's starting with SEM. We followed up saying, how old are you, Dave? And he wrote back saying, I'm 26 today, spending the day at work teaching year sixes at Mercedes College. Quiet dinner tonight, though. Well, I mean, you're more than... Um, comfortable and surely you're in a light to have yourself a little shower beer, maybe one or two, just because to you know 26 years that's that's a good solid achievement. Nice milestone, isn't it? Yes, over 26. And all the good folks at Mercedes College as well. Correct me if I'm wrong, Dave, but um, a couple of very good co-teachers in Logan Hill, I reckon, and Tom Keogh, uh, West Adelaide boys. Uh, that's news to me, but mm. I'm sure yeah, they work there. Two of the great Warriors that have done some premiership players at Westside. In fact, Tom Keogh has just retired as well. Yes, he has, hasn't he? Mm. And he was a seriously, seriously good good player, as has Logan Hill. They both retired. So Logan Hill announced it uh, mid-season that his last game of the regular season and Tom Keogh uh, not too long ago. So there you go, a couple of absolute stalwarts of the competition who you'd like playing against. Um, but, geez, both bloody good players. Yeah, they certainly were. And, uh, yeah, obviously... Adam Hartlett coming in and taking over the job loses a bit of experience there with uh, with those two guys hanging up the boots. But, um, yeah, I hope they're going well. And it's about that time of year at uh, high schools and primary schools towards the back end of Term 4. They're just watching movies, aren't they? Yeah. And just not doing a whole lot at the moment. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's an early run, though. When do you finish school? Well, you can get six movies in between now and the end of the year. <laughs> It's the 16th of November. Yeah. I think the school go up till around about 16th of December. Yeah, everyone's checked out, I feel, about this time of year. Last month. It's not even the last few <laughs> days. Last month, checked out. It's movie time. Feature film festival for the five weeks. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's talk about uh, this betting scandal and what it could potentially mean for the voting system going ahead. So we floated this yesterday and we spoke to Michelangelo Rucci. We might get his thoughts again. Dane Zorko, of course, captain of the Brisbane Lions, very prominent voice when he does speak inside AFL circles, had this to say about potentially just shifting the voting system out of the umpire's hands. This is another reason as to why umpires shouldn't have to vote straight after the game. Leave it to an expert panel that can decide. Don't leave it up to the umpires. Uh, Take that responsibility off them. I mean, I don't know if that's the way, but now there's three and next year there's going to be four by the sounds. They're going to bring in another umpire. And now the fact that there's well, there's three at the moment, they're all sort of in different thirds of the ground. So you're not actually seeing mm. who's the most influential the whole mm. time. So there you go. Dane Zorko speaking on 1116 SEN Drive. Thoughts on Zorko's comments? Oh, I can certainly understand where he's coming from. And to put it into a player's perspective, it's very rare that straight after the game you can say who – who's played well and who hasn't because there's actually that much going on and you're playing a role and you know sometimes it's pretty clear if someone's kicked you know six or seven goals in the game or um, 
or, or getting their hands on it uh, more often than not. But uh, most of the time, you, you actually, it's like, oh, who played well today? Until you actually look at the stats and, and be told uh, who's played well. So for the umpires, they've, they've obviously got a job to do as well. And there's a lot going on. And it's just about one of the hardest sports to officiate in the world. So I can understand where, where Dane's coming from there. Um, but in terms of, if you look at it as a pure betting scandal, I mean, if they take the voting system off the, the umpires and put it onto someone else, it's still not going to take away the fact that that independent panel can still give inside information to, to the, in, you know, give it to the wrong hands, Yeah, uh, I'm saying. So, yeah, I mean, it's obviously going to cause a bit of debate whether it's, whether they, they need to take it out of the umpires' hands, but... Um. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I just. I mean, to compare it to the NRL, and God help us when we're comparing it to the NRL. But obviously, that's. I think it's judged by the media, and it doesn't seem to leak ever. In terms of the uh, Dally M, and I mean, it comes. There's even it's even open for the first few rounds before it goes behind closed doors. Um, there's probably been examples where things have leaked, and for whatever reason, it doesn't feel like the Dally M is anywhere near as prestigious as. Uh, the Brownlow is, but yeah, I wouldn't have any issues with it shifting out of hands. I feel like that was something that if it did, it would be a tradition that you could quite easily get used to not being in place. Like, uh, who's going to be upset that the umpires don't get to choose it? Probably the umpires. Well, would they? <laughs> I, I mean, know. do they even want that responsibility? I don't know. I, don't know. I, saw, uh, I saw an interesting tweet from uh, Dane Swan, actually. He said, the only way you're going to stop something like this happening again is if you get rid of the Brownlow altogether. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He goes, why? He's, he was fascinated why so many people uh, rate it so highly anyway. And that's coming from a man who's who's got one. Well, it's, yeah, I don't know why he's saying that. Yeah, it well, is I don't know. It's, it's, unbelievably prestigious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, you, you still, do, you, do you rate it as, as the prestige that comes with it? I mean, I did see uh, Nathan Buckley um, on 11-16 sort yeah. of rate his top three or top yeah. four individual he performances. Five. He had it at Three or four. He had a three or four. List. Um, First one being winning a best and fairest in a premiership year as your biggest individual yep. accolade that you can collect. Um, and then second, I think second he had Norm Smith and then the Brownlow. I think it might have been the uh, Coaches Association Award. Ahead of that as well. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, um, oh, look, it's, it's, it, it obviously is, is, it, is an amazing award to win and uh, – you know, most guys that win it are, are certainly deserving of it. Um, another award that the players hold in high um, regard too is the, the AFL Players Association Award that you get voted on by your peers. So that sounds like internally within the players that's highly rated, but probably not as highly rated externally. Because all we think so. about like in terms of the media, all we think about is the brand. I'd say that the Players Award would be on par, if not, held in a high regard than winning a Brownlow medal. Really? Yeah. Wow. From a player's point of view, I'd say, yeah. So the players then obviously take the voting system very seriously. Yes. Yep. For sure. There's no dummy votes like when Cameron Ling used to always win, win sexiest man in the AFL. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, no I, can't, I, can't, I can't speak for 800 others, <laughs> other players in the AFL, but when I was voting for that award, I would genuinely give my, my honest opinion on who I thought the top, top five players were in that year. Could you vote on yourself? You couldn't vote anyone from your club. Right, okay. So, yeah, the voting system. You could, the, 
the first round of nominations they took were purely from your club. So the players in the playing group vote for the top three players. Then they go into the pool with top three players from all clubs. Then you vote on that, that pool of players with your teammates taken out of that pool. See, here's the thing, though, that gets me in terms of the voting system. And this is just human nature. It's a way that we are set up. If you genuinely do not like someone as a person, you're not voting for them. I guarantee it. So if you have a personal stoush with someone, an opposition player, and let's say it's really, really personal, and you still know he's the best player, I guarantee 99% of the time you're not giving him the votes that he probably deserves for his football ability if you have a personal squabbling. I'll give you an example in, um, in sample terms. So I can't remember what it was. Maybe it was 2007. Ian Callan. It's one of the best individual seasons I've ever seen someone put together at sample level. I think he won our best and fairest by a record margin. We had something like 14 games at home and he 12 of them he was best on ground. It was ridiculous. And Wingnut, not a good relationship with the umpires. <laughs> really bad relationship. And someone who would openly... Um, give his thoughts and opinions quite aggressively sometimes. Probably can't get away with it these days. And it, it absolutely cost him a McGarry medal. He got, he got nowhere near a McGarry medal. And we're sitting there going, how is he placed where, where he's placed when he's won our best and fairest by a record margin? It's, this is a bloke who was playing as a midfielder, resting up forward and kicked 59 goals as a resting small forward. It was ridiculous. So you can't tell me, this is the biggest example I've ever seen in my life, you can't tell me where relationships, personal relationships have cost you a medal. And that's why it should be out of someone's hands who is purely judging it on pure football ability. Yeah, I mean slightly different in terms of the umpires compared to your your peers. I'm just saying if you yeah, had... Yeah, I, if I you, understand. And you, you know the players who you genuinely dislike as person, people. I, I understand. I, I think you'd find it doesn't happen that often. Like, oh. really. I'm not saying it happens often, but I just wonder if there was... I'm looking for a, a Brownlow medalist or a McGarry medalist who won an award who was really, really unpopular. Because <laughs> there's some really good players who are like, you know, they're most likely loved within their teammates, but they do their absolute best. If I mean, you ask uh, Diesel Williams, he said he, he was robbed of Brownlow. <laughs> <laughs> and I reckon yeah. he gave a bit of cheek to the umpires too back in the day. So yeah, I think he needed two votes or three votes in the last game. He had 45 or something, yeah. a couple of goals and... It polled none or one vote if he didn't and fell short of his second Brownlow. Yeah. Geez, so there <laughs> and he, you go. He's still filthy on it too. <laughs> he's still filthy. Yeah. Still brings it up from time to time. Yeah. Give him a couple of beers. All the time. All right. Get involved this morning. We love your thoughts. 0427 154 166. We'll speak to Michelangelo Rucci next. Uh, Matthew Clark, Adelaide Crows, AFLW coach, not too far away as well. Uh, doing it this morning, thanks to our good friends at Tire Power, of course. Buy three, get one free on selected Kumo tyres. Top of 19. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.